Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. And because it's a Tuesday, finally, we're going to have a Trivia Tuesday. We haven't done that in a long time. And the name of the game today is Name That Strava. I'm going to show you a Strava post from a professional athlete. So that should, like, narrow it down a little bit. I'll show you a post from a professional athlete. And for those of you that are listening in, I'll kind of describe the relevant data. And uh, you have to guess uh, who ran that route. Um, and someone already mentioned it, James Voss in the chat, already mentioning that the thumbnail that I put up for today uh, was kind of an example. So I blacked out, I kind of like blocked off who the picture is and who the name is, um, but you can still see some other data. And James was very correct in saying this one, the one that I showed in the thumbnail belongs to King Gofuzi himself. You got it. All right. Um, let's say hi to everyone. I mentioned people listening on the podcast and the audio only version. Hopefully you're having a good run out there today. Today I had another track session, had a lot of fun out there. I gotta tell you though, my body's starting to feel it a little bit, both in good ways and in bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, otherwise I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm getting through the workouts. Hopefully you guys are getting through your workouts too. I know a lot of you guys are training for marathons. Everyone listening to this uh, on, or watching this on YouTube later, hopefully you enjoy the game as well. You guys can play along too. Um, and uh, hopefully you're having a really good day today and relaxing and having a chance to watch this uh, at a very convenient time. All right, let's see who we got in the chat. We got NSS. Hi, Kapuzi and everybody. It was hot out there for tonight's Roman Pit. We had to head into the woods for some shade. Us Scots aren't used to the heat. Oh, man, that's awesome. Glad you guys were able to find some respite. Eliza says, hello. Oh, wow, this trivia is going to be a tough one. See, I think it's going to be easier than you think. I'm worried that some of these are going to be too easy. Um, but basically what I did was I found, you know, I most of my Strava that I follow these days is just pros, just to see, like, you know, what all the pro athletes are doing, seeing if they're doing anything interesting in case I ever get a chance to, you know, interview them. Um, so it's a way of kind of, like, doing a deep dive. But, um, yeah, so I just kind of, like, scrolled through my recent Strava feed to find them. So I think, I think, I think th there'll be a lot of other information too. So you better figure it out. PG had a nice 4am run in the morning because it's too hot to run in the evening. It's a good strategy. I've been seeing a lot of people posting 4am runs. Four o'clock, 430, super early. Uh, Martha says a lot with a, a wave emoji. Hi, Martha. She said, love the slow summary vid, which I'd say for my treadmill fartlek workout this morning. Awesome. Well, hopefully it worked out. And you know what? I'm thinking, no, not a lot of people tell me that they put this live stream on like the replay later and use it to fall asleep because, uh, as I've been told many times, my voice puts people to sleep. Um, but, you know, no, not a lot of people are um, using it for their treadmill runs. Maybe this winter. Maybe I could spruce it up, add a couple more visuals. Well, well I, we got to think of a way. We got to think of a way to make that more interesting for people on the treadmill because I got to say, like, one of my favorite is um just if i'm on just a long run first favorite is like probably an audiobook second favorite right now is definitely listening to the drop so like the like the the antics like the chit chat at the beginning i know some people have been complaining because it's like 20 30 minutes sometimes of them talking about their own running and what's coming up before they get into the interview but i like that part you know i mean i know them in person um, but I also watched them on YouTube. So I feel like I would feel like I would know them already anyway. So I just like to have that kind of like, I like to imagine like we're all just on a group run and this is the conversation that's happening. So hopefully, hopefully people start using it that way. Um, all right, let me scroll down a little bit. Um, let's see. Uh, Martha says, though, she was not falling asleep, LOL, because she had a super fast fart lick workout. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, speaking of heat, though, James says that Portland is finally down to 88. Man, it's so wild how hot it's been over there. It's been hotter there than it's been here in Chicago, for sure. I mean, I think we get a little bit worse in the humidity department than Portland gets. But, I mean, for you guys, I mean, here, everything's air conditioned. Out there, like, nothing's air conditioned. So that's that's got to be tough. Um, also, I think that on the West Coast, things stay hotter in the afternoon longer than things do in the mid. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the wind gut, like the jet stream and stuff like that or whatever. But like it just like in the, in the Midwest, it like peaks late afternoon and then it starts to cool off. I feel like in the West Coast, it just continually gets hot throughout the day. 
and only like a couple hours after the sun goes down does it start to cool off. It's kind of it, it. It threw me off for sure, in uh, in Eugene. It was weird how like hot it stayed later into the evening. All right. Um, Andrew says, I'm a podcast person for all my runs, even the workouts. F1, Mizzou sports, politics, Freakonomics, gaming, etc. Yeah. Today, um, I'm normally that way too. Um, yesterday's run, I listened to the Believe in the Run, the uh, Steve Magnus episode. Today, I listened to, um, I've been listening to um, Cal Penn's book. Um, oh, what's the name of it? You Don't Say, I think is what it's called. But really, really fascinating. Really good. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I do like to listen to a lot of stuff. Although, once the workout part hit for me, Andrew, um, I definitely switched it to, like, a, a, a running, like, a more aggressive playlist. Because that's just what I like to listen to when I'm working. Um, all right. Lo, Lowe's Howells says, I started listening to The Drop after finding you on there for the world. And it's a great podcast for running. I'm plowing through the whole bunch now. They've got a lot. I mean, they've done 100 episodes. They just had the 100th episode. So, yeah. All right. Let's get to let's get to the game. All right, let's play it. First one. All right. Who's that Strava? Remember, there's uh there's no points, there's no prizes, but um you know what? I can't remember if I even did a bonus round. Did I do a bonus round? We'll have to see. Oh, I'll just have to see. We'll have to see what happens at the end of this um deck here. All right, I'm gonna try to do it a new way. There's an um there is built-in integration with I use uh StreamYard. The built-in integration to it, but I also have my Strava up. So if we ever need to deep dive into stuff, whatever, but um, we'll do that. But I'm not, I'm not sure how much I'll be able to control what, what I'm showing to you guys on the screen. All right. So we've got, this is the first one. It's from today, 8 o'clock in the morning, Coconino National Forest, Arizona. The Strava title is Morning Run. 10.08 miles, 6 minutes, 53 second pace. Uh, total runtime of one hour and nine minutes. Um, here, I'll give you some more detail on that. Um, it looks like it was a bit of a tempo run. So first three miles were a little bit more chill and then dropping into the 540s, squeezing down to the 530s by the fifth mile at tempo. I think this is tempo. I think this is threshold for this athlete. Um, and then a little bit of a cool down. Any guess? Any guesses? Frank says, um, "Remember, it's in it's in Flagstaff." James thinks it's yeah, it's Flagstaff. Three kudos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you're gonna be really. I think. I, I mean, the thing is, I did. I I got it like three hours after um, that screenshot from like three hours later. I'm very surprised that this athlete doesn't have more kudos on it. It's kind of bonkers. Um, Let's see. Uh, Frank says, I feel like this is a road person. That's true. It's a road person. Eliza says, Jamil. No, it's not Jam Jam. Seatown um, fan says, it's Wamsley. Not Wamsley either. Freddie thinks it might be Molly. Ooh, a lot of people. Frank thinks it's Molly too. Th that's a good guess. That's a good guess. It is a uh, a woman marathoner, so that'll narrow it down a little bit. Um, Runner J says, M. Sisson. Does, does, she, does she train on in Vlogs? I don't know. I, I can't. I don't know that I know where she trains. Uh, Ron Tommy says, Alan Culpepper. Mm. And it says Sarah Hall. You know, is Sarah Hall? I'm trying to think. I don't think she regularly posts to Strava. And if she did, I mean, I guess when I show you who this is, you're going to be surprised that only has three kudos. But I feel like a Sarah Hall post would have, like, m more than three kudos. Um yeah, Martha says one big stop there. Maybe Sarah Hall. Yeah, there was a big stop. I think that's what happened to mile six. That's why the pace is off there. Um, James says Molly's been biking lately, not running. But she just did that trail race, though. So I think she's trying to collect some UTMB stones. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, last guess. Run, run time. He says Alphine Tillymook. That's the closest one. Oh, Scott got it just underneath the, the buzzer. I was going to tell you guys. It is Steph Bruce for the morning run. I don't know why there's only three um kudos on it because like i took this screenshot at like 11 my time although 11 my time is 10 her time right so maybe that's what it is in the first two hours she got three kudos that still feels like a little bit short but really good job uh scott that was a great guess great guess all right um let's see oh, okay here we go um, figuring out the way to control all the stuff. Doing good. Runner Wills here says, hello, hello. What's going on, 
runner will ed says it certainly wasn't uh where you go ed says it certainly wasn't me too hot here for such efforts yeah it's been hot where it's not normally hot this summer pretty wild hope you're doing okay ed mm, oh, scott says it wasn't a guess i looked it up <laughs> oh, awesome awesome i guess like if you can look up someone's strava and find it fast enough that that works too remember there's no prizes there's no points there's no rules i guess <laughs> all right um lots of love for ed bud here in the audience in the chat awesome great love to see that all right you guys ready for athlete number two let's go to athlete number two i'm trying to think did i describe that enough for people that are listening i'm gonna try to do a better job describe it for people listening athlete number two this is uh, a run that uh, an athlete did with a couple, with like four other runners, I think, um, today, 7.04 a.m., that'll be local time with, uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So that um, narrows it down a little bit. The title for the workout is seven times one mile at lactate threshold, 515, 513, 509, 509, 505, 503, 504. So speedy, but it should give you some hints uh, in terms of that pace for, uh, being threshold for an athlete, total run of 13 miles, 628 on average per mile. Um, let's go into some of the details. They did it on a track. So this is uh, around the loop. Um, let's see, at mile 10 uh, of the entire run, which was their last mile at threshold, uh, the pace was 5.05. Um, yeah, pretty consistent, pretty consistent. They're squeezing it down a little bit. And um, yeah, it looks like relatively short uh, recoveries. I can't really tell how long that they are. Probably like minute recoveries is what I'm gonna guess. Um, all right, Stevie76 says that it's Ben Johnson. I think he could, I think he could run this workout. I, I think that this might, I mean, this might be, uh, this might be a little bit faster than lactate threshold for him, but I think he could hang with that one. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, someone else already got it. <laughs> Brandon M. also guessing Big Bad Ben J. And Mar Martha says Scotty B. Awesome. <laughs> oh, funny. Um, yeah, Ed says it can't be Ben Johnson because it's not 12.99. Yeah, the workout was 13.00 the entire run. So um, if it were, I have a feeling that this athlete was like, I'm getting to 13. Um, and Ben Johnson would have definitely left it at 12.99. Awesome. Um, Everyone just guessing uh, Ben and Scotty B. But um, James says, this is basically, you should follow this athlete on Strava show. I mean, you should follow these athletes on Strava. Their workouts are all out there. But Brandon Tice had it. The Dakota Lindworm. Uh, there we go. She ran it. I think it was a team workout with the Minnesota Distance Elite. Um, I don't know. I don't remember who the other athletes were that ran it. I think Tyler Germain. Uh, was one of the athletes who ran this workout as well. Tyler Jaman, I think, just won a half marathon recently. And um, he got some accidental publicity that way because the winner of the women's half in that race that he ran was um, Shelby Houlihan. So there was a little bit of a kerfuffle there. Um, but yeah, but this is a pretty solid workout. Um, very impressive. Dakota Lindworm, by the way, I don't know if you guys knew this, but like she's known for um, running her easy runs way too fast. And um, so like her, I think her easy runs are usually like at the 630 to 650 pace. I think 650 pace is like her easy runs, how she normally runs them. I don't know why she does that, but I'm not going to like, I, I'm not in a position to, to tell her she's wrong. Um, she also just picked up a job as a paralegal, which is... Um, I think interesting, very um, uh, unconventional, unconventional. I'm, I wonder if there's like a, some other story to that. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, she posted about that I think this week. All right, cool. That was a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Frank had no idea who it was. That's okay. <laughs> uh, Doctor Vong says it was an Ingerbertson. Brandon thinks. Guess did you guess Tyler Jermaine before I said it? That would have been a good. Good guess. Uh, yeah, Martha says, if I followed all these athletes in addition to Kofuzi Club friends, I wouldn't get anything else done ever. Yeah, I mean, I don't usually spend a lot of time in uh, in Strava, but like 
I'll usually do a long scroll like Sunday night or Monday because everyone's done their big workouts for the weekend. And so that's kind of like one way to check in and to see if there's anything interesting that pops. And then like during the week, athletes like pros will do their you know, midweek workouts like on different days. So it's kind of harder to figure out. But usually like my feed, I try to keep it small. I'm following, I'm looking at it on this other screen over here. I'm following 143 athletes. So Saturdays and Sundays are usually like, it's tight enough that I can just not spend too long and, and look around. Um, all right. Um, JC says, it's hard to guess names you don't know. Might as well ask astrophysics questions. Yeah, you know, well, I'm also using this to um, let you, I mean, these are athletes. I mean, it's like James was saying. It's like, a, you should follow these athletes on Strava. You should follow these athletes on Strava. Um, yeah, Dakota Lindworm also, by the way, um showed up to the tracksmith like uh you know how they had the like 5000 meter series she showed up to one she was there ben johnson was also there he ran in the same heat as her um but she took the w so not that we were wondering but you know in case there's any doubt who could win in a 5k ben johnson or dakota linworm dakota linworm threw down she beat a bunch of dudes uh and took the win for the entire evening I wish I could have seen that. I wish I was like somehow on, I wish there was like a YouTube video about it, but I haven't seen one. I don't know if you guys did. Mm, all right. Frank says, it seems like many of the pros on my feet are in Europe now. I think a lot of people are getting ready for UTMB. So that's one. Um, Runner Dre says, there should be different feeds on Strava, one for non-elite and one for the elite. I don't like missing out on my Strava friends. So adding pros is inconvenient. That's not a bad idea. I like that. Like, I mean, does does Strava use an algorithm? I don't think they do. It's just, is it completely time? No, I don't think it's completely time-based. I think there's some sort of algorithm. So I wish that there was a way you could switch the algorithm. Let me see, what does this mean? Oh, okay. Um, all right. Just looking at my Strava feed. Um, let me show, see if I could show you that. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at my Strava feed over here and under this following thing, I don't know if this will show up for you guys. Oh, there you go. Um, the different running groups that are, I follow are in here. I wonder if I could create a, like a list, like on Twitter. I don't know. I don't spend enough time in, um, Strava, I guess, to really worry about it. But I mean, if I were to put together a list of things that I wish Strava could do. That would be actually would be pretty high on that. I think that's a great idea. Mm. Ooh, Dr. Funk says, all my actual friends I put as favorites. You can do that. There's a way to put people as favorites. I'm I, I have so much to learn from you guys. Mm. Yeah, Scott says you can mark some people as favorites and they show at the top. Oh, okay. Awesome. I like it. I like it. All right. Um yeah, Wilfredo says, hi, Kapuzians. I usually follow, besides my friends, is anyone believe in the run interviews on their podcast? I think that's a pretty good list of people, too. I mean, I feel like that'll, that'll get you pretty far. I think they interviewed Dakota Linworm. I think because, like, last year, um, Minnesota Distance Elite had a really big fall. So, like, um, Annie Frisbee was, like, third American in New York, and Dakota was, like, third American in Boston. And so, like, they both kind of not came out of nowhere, but they really weren't that well known. Um, they both got signed uh, after their fall marathons. Was it last fall? That was just last fall, right? Yeah, it seems like it was longer ago than that. Um, and I think, I know they interviewed, I know they interviewed Annie Frisbee, but I don't know if they interviewed Dakota or not. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um JP wants to know, how's the dog bite healing and situation? Great question. Um, most of this weekend, I didn't have a bandage on it, which I was like, I probably should have because it's, it's a little bit dustier in San Luis Obispo than it is up here. Um, and then like the last day while I was traveling to the airport, I put some more Neosporin on it and covered it up with a bandage. Um, got it covered up today. It, I mean, right now, the bandage that covers like my leg hairs and pulls my leg hairs out every once in a while is more painful than the bite itself. But like, it's like starting to look, uh, it looks like it's healing. 
which means it looks gross, but not in a, it's an infected kind of way. That's the only thing I'm worried about. So it doesn't affect my running, at least I don't think. And um, it's not painful, but it just looks like I got bit by a dog. Or like had like a real bad, like burn or something like, not real bad, but like it's not, it's about the size of a quarter, I would say. Maybe a little bit bigger. Maybe a, what, is it, what are the coins that Kennedy's face is on? Is that a dollar or 50 cent piece? One of those. It's about that size. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Rainrunner says, I suddenly want to live in San Luis Obispo after your video, because it looks so nice. It does. It. I mean, it's, it's super nice out there. Uh, I think it suffers from the same problem as a lot of kind of like that part of uh, California where it's like absolutely beautiful, lovely town, lovely vibes, great people, but like super expensive to live there. So it's like, eh, I guess I'll just be visiting, you know, I, you know, it'd be great to live out there, but kind of expensive. So, you know, all right. Um, Sean wants to know if I've heard anything more on the dog owner or the fate of the dog. Yeah. I mean, I was getting nervous. I don't know what the dog bite laws are in Iowa. You know, um, you know, like some states have, uh, one bite, one bite rules and some have zero bite rules. So like if one, if, if a, you know, a zero bite means, you know, if a dog bites someone, they have to confiscate the animal. Um, and some states it's like, if, if the, dog bites someone then they get put like on a list and if they bite someone again so you get one bite uh i'm guessing that in iowa and in that rural county where we were you know there's probably not a zero bite rule so i'm ho just hoping that like i mean the sheriff got they had to like the medical care provider had to notify the department of public health and they had to notify the sheriff so the sheriff's going to follow up with them make sure like that owner can provide um proof of vaccinations uh and that kind of thing and that's all it said on all the documents that they gave me is that they're just going to follow up and make sure that the dog one has to be sequestered for 10 days from other people just no matter what and then also um they check to make sure it's current so that's all i hope is what happens i would feel bad if they had to put the dog down because of that um will gravel says um, I lived in Santa Barbara for an, uh, for undergrad, and I love the Central Coast. Hope, honestly, best region of the country for running with good weather, access to all kinds of paths and mountains. Yeah, I I love Santa Barbara. I've been there once, but like years, years and years ago. I don't think I ran through it at all. But um, yeah, I mean, San Luis Obispo reminds me a lot of it. Not quite as ostentatious as Santa Barbara is, but like just similarly, like nice mood, nice weather. Just you feel very relaxed when you're there, you know. Um, all right. James says, I ran and passed a road blaze a couple, a few times and it was awesome. Yeah. There's just, I think there's just a lot of really great running areas down there too. And Davin Patterson says, I'm a bit jealous you're running those Mafate fours. Been waiting for those. How are they? Dude, they're really good. It, it might be my favorite trail shoe this year. I don't know. It's going to be either that or speed goat five, but it's leaning towards Mafate. I just really, really like it. All right. On that note, let's get to the next athlete. Uh, here we go. All right. Let's see if I do it this way. Yeah, there we go. This shows a little bit more. All right, next athlete. This is from yesterday, 10.56 a.m. I'm not sure how Strava handles the time zone, so I don't know if it was yesterday for me at 10.56 or yesterday for that athlete at 10.56, but it's in Beaufort, Beaufort, France, which doesn't sound like a very French name, but... This post had 2,262 kudos, 16.84 miles, 9,245 feet of elevation gain over four hours and 41 minutes. Let's take a deep dive into it. Um, yeah, it looks like it wasn't exactly an out and back, but running around a couple of ski slopes. Uh, peaked out somewhere like I think around 8,000 feet uh, you know, above sea level, but you know, quite a bit of climbing uh, for this athlete. And you guys, figure it out in like two seconds. Um, yeah, Luis got it. It's Jim, Wal Jim Walmsley. Uh, Eric said it was Francois Dehaene. I guess, I mean, I don't know where Francois lives, but I could imagine he's probably training in a similar region. Is he, he's running, he's running UTMB this year, right? Uh, run time he had Walmsley, Seatown fan and Sage both had, uh, 
Seatown fan in Innis, but has Sage. Is he is he in France right now? Hmm. Frank says it's Beaufort. That sounds more French. Rainrunner said it was Beaufort. Beaufort? I think Beaufort sounds better, but like either way, it doesn't doesn't seem to be like a very French sounding word. But I'm I'm sure I'm not I'm not doubting that town's French bona fides, but um, James had Wamsey, Wilfredo had Wamsey as well. Sean had, had it. You guys all had it. See, that was an easy one. And I felt like, you know, I didn't want to give it away being like, speaking of Hocus, um, but I, fig I figured you guys would figure it out pretty quick. Plus, I mean, for me, I don't follow that many uh, ultra runners. So actually, I probably follow an outsized number of, they probably over-index in my Strava but I don't follow that many. Um, so that'd be an easy guess. All right. Let me see. What do we got here next? Oh, yeah. Here we go. I didn't show it to you guys. There it is. Jim Walmsley trail run. No peaks, just steeps. Yeah. Average pace was 1645 a mile. Like, can you imagine what would like a normal human have to do to run that? I don't know. You know what I think is interesting on this post? The shoes that he has written down is Hoka Oneoni Innovation, which I don't think is an actual shoe, but I'm guessing uh, that's just what he has as his default shoe because it has 3,047.9 miles on it. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Um, yeah, just I can't imagine 9,245 feet of gain. Um, and if you, wait, like, can we, do, we, do we have the heart rate on here? Yeah, his average heart rate was 133 beats per minute for the run. He's got a Wahoo element on. I don't know how accurate that's going to be for him. Um, I mean... Like, I don't know if he's using an external, like a chest strap or not, but um, the element's a pretty light watch. I think he could probably do a pretty good job. But if that's an accurate heart rate, that's pretty wild. Pretty wild. The guy's a beast. All right. Yeah, Runner Dre says, yeah, wow, beast mode. Um, all right. And a C-Town fan does confirm, though, that Sage is over there. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Eric thinks it's probably a Hoka prototype. Uh, I don't know. I don't know of any, like, I mean, I guess, like, it's not like Hoka tells me when they got prototypes coming. But, um, but, I mean, I knew when, I mean, he, I interviewed him right after Western States, not this year, but last year. And he was telling me he was running in uh, a Hoka prototype at the time. I think it was the Tecton X. So it could be, a, it could be a prototype. But I have a feeling that's just, like, what his default is. I'm guessing with I don't know. 3,000 miles is not, I guess, that much for him. But it would be a lot to, if that's actually a single shoe that he's testing. Hmm. Yeah, Frank says, what do we think about Walmsley's chances? And it says, must be looking good for UTMB this year. I mean, he didn't go to Western States. Uh, they moved. He and uh, his partner, are they married now? His partner, they moved to France so that he could specifically, I thought, so he could spend the winter there as well. Am I wrong on that? Because he wanted to, like, live that alpinist type of life, you know, and just get that acclimation and understand the terrain better. Um, I mean, basically, like, I think, like, the, I feel like that's, like, the runner version of method acting. You know, he just wanted to immerse in it. So, I mean, if that's the part that he felt like he was missing in order to be able to, you know, really succeed there, I mean, the guy is laser-focused on this race. And so... I'm excited to see what he does. Luis thinks it might be a photo finish with Jim versus Francois. Yeah, I th the thing for me, though, is I, I just don't know enough about the rest of the field where I can be like, yeah, I can name maybe like five people that are running. But like, there's a lot of really talented runners out there. Mika says, I thought Dan was uh, skipping this year. I don't know. Did he just do hard run? I don't, uh, I don't know. Mm, all right. Affluent Journey says he wants to pay 50% less. He wants to pay 50% taxes too. Yeah, I'm not really sure how the tax law works. If you're, I don't know if he's there on a travel visa or a work visa and kind of how that affects things. Um, all right. Let's get to the next athlete. What are we on? Number four? Number four. Um, okay. This, I think, the giveaway is in Northern Ireland, UK. Eight times three minutes with 60 seconds rest. 
This person is also doing lactate testing, lactate of 2.0 at 4. Uh, I guess I'm guessing that's rep number 4, and 3.0 at rep 8. Total of 6.17 miles around Victoria Park, 5 minutes, 6 seconds per mile on average. Just a 30-minute, 30 31-minute workout. Let's get to some more details on 194 kudos it's today at 3.29 p.m. So that must be 3.29 local time because it's not 3.29 here yet. Um, all right. So three minutes for this athlete ends up ba basically being kilometer repeats. And this person is running uh, basically 450s um, or faster for those kilometer repeats, eight kilometer repeats. Um, and here's the, here's the wild part about this workout. 450 for eight kilometer repeats, crazy, right? I mean, I mean, pro level, right? It's like not a normal human being. The, the recoveries, which are one minute long, are not like shuffling your feet recoveries. The recoveries are like 655, 617, 541 was one of the recoveries. Um, yeah, but they're, they're in the sixes, low sixes. So... <laughs> really, really wild workout. I mean, it's not exactly like that. The one minute is a recovery workout. It's a float, to put it generously. Yeah, yeah. Stevie <laughs> thinks it's Liam Neeson. <laughs> um, Frank says it's a leprechaun. Uh, Ron Tommy thinks it's Ed Bud. Brandon N thinks it's Ben is running. Uh, I don't think has Ben running ever been up to our Northern Ireland. I'm not sure. Uh, it says the recoveries are my 5k pace. I know, same, right? It's crazy. Uh, C Town fans said it's CJ. <laughs> it sounds like a CJ Alberson workout, but it's in the it's in Northern Ireland, and I don't know why CJ would be out there. Uh, Stevie76 says Kenneth Brenaugh. Rainwater thinks it's Bono. See if we get any more guesses. Um, I mean, I'm like from the way that this just starts out. It starts like lap number one is the workout. So there is a, a warm up and a cool down that are not part of this post. But yeah, Calvin Hong says, yeah, Ben Felton cannot run that pace yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that this is, yeah, no, this person is a little, a little bit faster. Um, Elliot Michael says it's Conor McGregor. <laughs> uh, yeah. And all right, we got one, one correct guess. Brandon, getting another one right today. The first one to get it was scullion yes steven scullion um yeah amazing workout amazing workout he just came on and he just came off of running at the commonwealth games the marathon there i think he was a little bit disappointed in his showing there from what i remember right um yeah eliza also had steven scullion good work guys really good work man uh eric says huh never heard of him steven scullion he was training in was he? I thought he was training in Boulder for a while. Am I wrong? Is he there in Boulder or in Flagstaff? I can't remember. It was one of the two. Um, like there was a period of time. I think when he was, he was sponsored, but I don't think he still is. He was sponsored by Under Armour for a little while, and he was training in the U.S. It might have been Flagstaff. I thought I thought it was Boulder, but it might have been Flagstaff. It's one of the two. Yeah, Gavin, Gavin says it's Flagstaff. Um, but he says this is his local park run in Belfast. Well, really. Really, Gavin? Hmm. Very cool. Um, and Brandon says he has a great podcast. I didn't know Scullion had a podcast. I have to check that out. Really cool. Really cool. All right. Let's get to um, number five. All right. Let's keep it, let's keep it rolling. Uh, number five. This athlete, it says someone's back, but I didn't want to put the name in there, so I, bl I blanked that out too. Um, it was yesterday, 8.46 a.m., also in Coconino National Forest, Arizona. It's not this, it's not Seth Bruce. Um, but I feel like this is like a, a, a post that Serious Runner would write because it's 19.69 miles, 6.06 per mile average for two miles on the dot run. Uh, and the caption is, someone's back, good moderate long run with Diego. Like, I mean, and just look, uh, you guys got to look at this. Uh, it's, it was an out and back, but um, yeah. So I think in this run, it was like 380 80 feet, almost 400 feet of vertical gain uh, throughout the run. 
and uh, paces are starting out at 6.59, and then, again, squeezing down uh, one of those miles, mile 12. I think that was one of the big downhill miles on the way back was a 5.41, great adjusted pace of 5.50. So they're moving, moving, and this uh, athlete called it moderate run. All right, well, we got some we got some fun guesses in this one. Um, all right, let's see. Rainrunner says Tommy Ribs. I don't know if Tommy Ribs is running like that. I actually don't know. I haven't seen on any of his Strava posts. Um, Runtime thinks Alephine. I don't think I don't think. Well, that that would be an like Alephine's back would be good. I could see her posting that as a, a thing, but I don't know that this would be considered i don't know that she would consider this moderate pace um c-town fan thinks it's fobs scott fobble mm, good guess um louis says danny jamie i don't know i don't know who that is he lives in arizona um <laughs> cb76 says david spade runner rule says that looks like a zach bitter pace mm. and it says jared hazen that's a good guess too I don't know if he's got this kind of sp speed to call that moderate though. Cause I think like, it seemed like a little bit of a, you know, a flex, a humble brag to be like, this is a good moderate base run. That's why I felt like it kind of felt like a serious runner post, but at the same time, I do think that for this athlete, this is, um, slower than marathon pace. So I'm like, that's, there's not, that's not a lot of people that can do that. Um, Jared Hazen's fast, but oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, Terry Farlow says 606 mile average is, is, is moderate. Yeah, crazy. Eric thinks it's Hayden Hawks. Mm, we haven't seen, we haven't gotten the right answer yet. Run Tommy thinks Lance Armstrong. Uh, what, how fast that, can Lance run a marathon? I thought he was like a 240 something guy, right? I don't I don't know that a 240 something guy would call 606 is moderate pace. Um, Chistar G says, shout out, Kofuzi. You're on fire, brother. Thanks. Got to go take our son on his high school tour. Say safe all. Oh, yeah. We're, we're doing the school tour today, too, for the kids. But it's for the elementary school. But we're going to go do that this afternoon. My, my older daughter is pretty nervous about it. Um, all right. Martha will come in with a last guess of Dez. Oh, that'd be good. But, I mean, Flagstaff is not that far from Phoenix. Is that where she is year-round now these days, Phoenix? I don't know. Um, see down fan thinks it's Frank Shorter. Ooh, Devin Patterson, the Suguro Saku. That's a great guess. That is a great guess, but that's not it. Because oh, he is in Flagstaff. Well, he was. I don't know if he still is. He was earlier this year. That's a really great guess. Uh, Eric also guessing Sarah Hall. Nope. None of you guys got it right. The correct answer is it's uh, Rory Linkletter. So, um, yeah. So I'm guessing by Ryan's back, he said it, he was, I don't know if Ryan Hall was pacing them on this one on the bike. Uh, but yeah, Rory Linkletter coming off of his, uh, I don't want to call it, was it a PR for him? When he ran up at Eugene at Worlds, um, he had a pretty good day. He was, I think it was a PR for him. So yeah, so he's coming back, looking like he's bouncing back real nice. So there we go. Ryan, uh, Rainer says, I haven't heard of any of these people. Yeah, R Rory Linkletter was a guy that I gave me a big fist bump after his marathon up in Eugene. Uh, pretty cool. I ran into him at the Wild Duck also later that that I was at that evening. No, the following evening. Um, but yeah, so it was, a, it was cool. I, I interviewed him once a little while ago before he signed with Puma. So um, he's having a good year. It's good to see. Um Eric says the Canadian dude. Okay, good dope questions here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's so funny. Um, all right. Let's see. Oh, where was that question that I saw uh, that I wanted to? Oh, Calvin Huang says, uh, how do you think Ailish will do for her first uh, marathon? I think she's going to do great. Because remember, she already um, has had her eye on the marathon for a long time. Um and I, I can't, I mean, I feel like every interview she ever does is always like, someone always asks her about when she's going to run a marathon. And she always says, I look forward to when I'll finally be able to get a chance to try. I think she paced for like 20 miles of the London marathon the year Sarah Hall came in second. 
So like she did, she had long pacing duties that day and did really well. And that's got everyone's attention, like super quick. Everyone was super excited for that. Um, and I think that she's just been looking to get up there, uh, in terms of running that marathon. So it's been something she's been thinking about for a long time. She has a tune-up race that she just announced. Uh, is it the great North half? I think that's, is that en route to, what, what is her first? She's running this fall, right? She's running in London. Is she running in London? I can't remember. I know it's coming up. She just announced it. But um, the only concern for her is that I think she's got some um, hardware in her foot. She injured her foot a long time ago. And so she does a lot of cross training, spends a lot of time on the bike. And the only concern would be, you know, whether her body can handle a marathon training block. But I also feel like she's got her mom that helps coach her, um, her partner who also helps coach her as well. Um, they really know how her body responds to both uh, higher mileage, but also other forms of aerobic development. So I feel like, you know, um, trying to have tempered expectations, but I'm super excited to see her run. So I, yeah, I, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch that. I think it's going to be really cool. I'm very excited for her first marathon. Um, Terry says, we, we, I was asking him what Lance Armstrong's marathon PR is. Terry says Lance's marathon time depends on how much juice he's used. Interesting. That's a funny way to put it. Um, yeah. Frank says, why wouldn't someone like Galen be on Strava? I, I feel like, you know, there's a certain athletes who, I, I think you're saying that tongue being facetious, but I think there are certain athletes who just think that like, you know, uh, any voluntary kind of exposure to the public or the media is just an invitation to get attacked. I think that's just like a, a, a mindset that's been ingrained in him. He has a Twitter account. He hasn't posted on it since 2016. So, you know what I mean? I think that is kind of just like their modus operandi. That's how they, that's how they do things. Him and a couple other similar athletes. But I just feel like it's a big missed opportunity I wish he were on. I wish he were just on. I mean, the thing is not not. I, I think it's un, still in 2022 unusual for athletes to post every run on Strava. But um, even just po posting like you know occasional like this workout went great, this workout went not great. I feel like that would be really good. And he wouldn't even have to say a lot, you know. But I just think that would go a long way. But he's just not into it, I guess. All right. Um, Dr. Funk 1216 says, I think we'll splurge on some Tracksmith shorts. Yay or nay? I like the ones with the liner in them, the half tights. The I have a pair of the two in there's like a two in one that came out as like a trail short offering, which I think is really good. The pocket is a little bit bigger. But if you need a lot of pockets, Tracksmith is not for you. The women's half tights have many pockets. The men's half tights, almost none. Super annoying. Super annoying. Just make them make. Give me some pockets. That's that's what I need. Hmm. Um, yeah, Eric says. All right, this will be my 2023 resolution: is to learn more about the track and field runners, and the new marathon crowd. Clueless. See, here's the thing. You know, I was thinking about it a lot because I'm up in Eugene, at Worlds, and I'm like, I don't know. Nine tenths of the athletes that are competing, um, and uh, even in the marathon fields. You know, I don't know like three quarters of the athletes that are competing. I know more of the women marathoners than I do the men. The women, I feel like, are doing a much better job of being professional athletes in terms of like celebrity kind of thing. And the men are still in the, a lot of them are still in the mode of like, I let my racing do my talking for me. You know, it's like, well, if you got a bad race, then I'll see you in six months, I guess. You know, so I just feel like it's a stupid, uh, or I don't want to say stupid. It's a short-sighted strategy. Um, rooted in broism and machismo. But anyway, I realized the only athletes that I knew anything about um, are the ones with strong social media followings. So it's <laughs> just like, if they're on Strava or if they're on Instagram, then I know who they are. Um, but if otherwise, I have no idea who people are. So I'm trying to learn more too. Just be like, I got, I can't, I can't just know the people who have big Instagram followings. But I feel like it's on brand for me. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Yeah, Calvin says, I think Ailish is going to run London, but not confirmed. Consider her record-breaking Commonwealth performance. Maybe it's time to move up and give it a shot. I thought she was confirmed for a fall marathon. Am I wrong on that? I thought she was. I don't know. Hmm. Mm. All right. Let's do the last one. We're going to get uh, <laughs> Eric Paramount, like, it says rooted in broism and machismo should be new path by t-shirts. It'd be like anti-broism or non-broism, not, not, not machismo. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Eric wants to know when is the Manfate Speed 4 review coming? Um, asking for a friend. It probably won't be for a while. I got to get confirmation on when the new release date is. It, I, I, I think I can tell you this. Uh, Hoko told me that they're going to push back the release a little bit. I think it's going to be later in the year. I think it's still this year, but not. I think it was going to be. It was originally supposed to be like late August, September. I think it's going to get pushed back a little bit. So I'll probably wait till we get a little bit closer to that. Uh, is when the reveal will come out. Although I feel like now's a good time because I just did like a mountain run with it. You know, like the next review, like the next run I'll do, I have to get ah. Huh. Maybe I can get Hoka to send me out to another. Well, I don't want a brand to send me out when I'm doing a review of their shoe. But I got to find another good hill run when I do the review. So I think it's going to have to wait a little bit. Um, all right. Mm. Runner Will wants to know if I'm coming to New York this year. Yes. I think that video is going to come out this week. So I got all these boxes from New Balance. I'm going to be running the New York Marathon on a New Balance bib. I got like a couple of boxes and a package and another package from them. So I think I'm just going to do an unboxing and talk about how I'm excited to run about New York. Is that a dumb video? Is that should that just be like a reel or something? Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, maybe I'll make a video about it. We'll see. But yeah, I will be there. Um and Voss wants to know, are you going to be in Boston a little over a month till registration? Uh, you mean for 2023? For 2023, I hope. Yeah, James says for 2023. Yeah. Uh-oh. Sorry, guys. I lost the big camera. Um, I think the battery just died on it. Let me switch to uh, FaceTime camera. There we go. So you can see this is how it, uh, the basement unfinished. Just hanging on a roll of paper. There we go. Um, all right. Let's finish up this... Um, Dr. Funk says, are you doing Chicago as well as New York? Yeah. So my fall is Chicago, New York, CIM. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big it's gonna be a big fall and winter. All right. Um let's do the last one. We got bonus for today. All right. I think this this one should be easy for you guys. But it's bonus because it's not a pro athlete. It is a uh a, I guess celebrity athlete, influencer athlete, whatever you want to call it. Um someone who you've seen on this channel before. But um yeah, yeah, I think so. But when we keep talking about it, we got to do some more work together. But here we go. Last one. Um, it's in San Isabel National Forest, Colorado. Uh, title is Morning Trail Run. Caption, it's Sunday push day. My beautiful people. Hope you all had an awesome day today. For today's training for Leadville 100, I had a tough time breathing since I'm still acclimating to the high elevation. On our way back, I caught a great second wind and pushed it a bit downhill, hoping my body acclimate ASAP. It's hard out here being from New Jersey. All right. So some of you that put Sage, some of you said Seth. It's not those guys because it's from New Jersey is the big hint. And also, you know, there was that person's kind of catchphrase in there too. So that that should I feel like that's the giveaway. Um Stevie 76 said it's Hez kicks. You, you know what? I'm gonna try to contact Hez. I'm gonna see I I because I just um he posted a video, he was out in the Philippines. And he posted a video about being at like a um, a bootleg uh, shoe shop, like a, it was like a stall in like a flea market. Um, and he mentioned that he had never been to Jollibee before in the video. And I was like, "Wait, you never been to Jollibee? I'm like, forget all these like really high quality fake rare shoes. How have you not been to Jollibee?" Um, and so he responded to that. He's like, "Don't worry, I went after I went to the shoe shop. It's really good." So I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, so maybe, maybe we can talk and see if he's going to get into some running shoes because he has running shoes. He has many running shoes, but he reviews them from the, per from the perspective of, uh, you know, someone that wears them casually. So I think that'd be a fun crossover. 
has you know for a while was i thought i was really certain that jamie and has were going to start doing some collab videos to, uh, a couple of years ago and i was really looking forward to that but that never never happened all right so some guesses um let's see martha thinks it was eric uh a lot of guesses for eric <laughs> um let's see three guesses for eric nice um but everyone else got it um here we go who's the first one to get it? oh Werner will he says ha ha it's a hella yep in his head hella as well luis um frank said my beautiful people equals hella that's definitely true hella city bay um yeah speaking of new york that's where i i think that's the first time i met him in person last year and then i got to spend chance to spend more time with him at tre in december in austin last year as well and then when did I just run into him again? I bumped into him again somewhere. I can't remember. I think did I? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah. So he's been spending some time out there. You know, I had really thought that um, he had run Leadville already, but uh, I was just watching one of his videos um, that came out recently, and he only paced last year. So that's that's what's going on with that. But yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, it looks like he did an out and back for this run. The peak elevation was uh, close to 12,000 feet um, above sea level. And what was the total gain for it? 4,000 feet of gain for a 22-mile run. So pretty impressive, pretty impressive. I know he's been really working on getting good at his trekking poles. So we'll see. Uh, L.A. Michael says, like, Jelly Bee is goat. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, Dr. Funk says, I've never been to Jollibee as well, which is shameful because I run the Jollibee Run Club. Well, you got to go. You got to go. There's a Jollibee in Chicago. Um, there's not a lot of options there for me because it's Filipino fast food and a lot of Filipino food, uh, even the vegetable dishes have meat in them a lot of times. Um, but, uh, you know, the spaghetti with hot dogs in it. <laughs> I, I ate that a lot growing up. Not from Jollibee, but I've eaten that particular dish. So a lot of fun stuff. That you can get from there. Um, yeah. Brainrunner says, Hella is a guy that brings a tennis ball with him on the long runs. I don't know that he's been doing that for a long time, but he did do that in one of his recent videos. No, he did it on like a TikTok, maybe an Instagram reel. Um, he does it to, uh, he bounces the tennis, like dribbles, like a tennis, he like bounces it, catches it, bounces it again. Uh, he says he does it to um, help him keep the pace low for training runs for his ultra distance races. So that way he can work on kind of like race energy expenditure, you know? Um, and Eric says, yeah, hella pace similar, correct. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he's gonna do out there for that one. Um, yeah. All right. That was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for uh, playing along today for Name That Strava. I like that game. Hopefully you guys like it too. We'll probably that's an easy one for me to put together too. So I feel like every time it's like trivia Tuesday, I'm like, oh, you need, I didn't I didn't think of a game this week. We'll probably play that one. Hopefully you guys liked it. I'm gonna try and make sure I get a bigger variety of athletes. And I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna try and find some track and field athletes too. See if I can find them on Strava. I could see that like for track and field pros, like why would they do Strava? Because like, what are you gonna do? Like hit your watch for every like 200 meter rep? I mean, I do. I don't know what that pros would. So we'll see. I'll dig around. We'll see what I can find. Um, tomorrow, I don't know that we'll have a video tomorrow. Maybe I'll do that, like, New York City Marathon announcement video tomorrow. Because uh, that I could, that'll be a real short one. That'll be easy for me to put together. So maybe we'll do that tomorrow. But otherwise, we'll do another live stream. Same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully to see you then. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.